uncertainty, disbelief, self-doubt. Have you ever experienced any of these emotions? Sometimes in life, we may begin to question ourselves and maybe even doubt if we have what it takes to get to where we're trying to go. If you've ever felt that way, then trust me, you're not alone. I understand. Today on Quiet Voice Fearless Mind, we'll be talking about how to conquer limiting beliefs and how to overcome self-doubt. Stay tuned. Welcome to Quiet Voice Fearless Mind, where we help introverts and aspiring leaders to reach their full potential. My name is Terrence Lee, aka The Introvert Leader. Welcome to the show. So this is episode number 10 of the Quiet Voice Fearless Mind podcast. I am super excited. I remember recording the very first episode and having no idea who was going to listen to this or not listen to this or anything like that. And, you know, to just hear the feedback I've been getting, all of the support, you know, the ratings, reviews, people's thoughts on the episodes has truly been humbling. And I really appreciate everybody that's been supporting so far. So if you haven't already, if you're listening on your favorite podcast app, be sure to follow the show. I would love for you to follow so that you get notifications every time an episode is released and leave a rating, leave a review as well. That definitely helps because I read every single review, every one, and it really helps me with just trying to hone in and really make the show better and improve every single week. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the channel, Introvert Leader, and hit the like button and comment as well. So today we're going to be talking about something that I'm very passionate about. And I think part of the reason I'm so passionate about it is because it's something that I dealt with for a long time. And it's part of the reason that I created the Introvert Leader platform. It's part of the reason that I wrote my book, Quiet Voice, Fearless Leader, because for so long I experienced self-doubt. And I really wanted to help people that might be dealing with the same thing, going through it at whatever stage in life they're in. And it's really the genesis of a lot of what I do day to day with this brand. So uh, with that said, we're going to get into, you know, a few tips as far as overcoming self-doubt. And I want to share a few things with you all in terms of where I've come from and where I am now. So have you ever had somebody believe in you more? than you believed in yourself. I mean, I'm talking about there was something that for whatever reason, you just didn't think you could do it. You didn't think you were good at it and you didn't think you quite would measure up. Right. But for some reason, there was somebody else that was like your champion or the person that, you know, whispered in your ear, told you you could do it like whoever that person was. I want you to think about that person right now. So for me, one of those people was my high school basketball coach. So when I was in high school, I could not shoot free throws like I sucked, like I sucked at free throws. Um, Some of you might remember Shaq back in the day, how he was a really bad free throw shooter. Like that was me in high school. Um, I was a good player, you know, like I was all area uh, out here in the Dallas area and stuff. Actually, I was in a you know newspaper article. They wrote an article about me in the Dallas Morning News. That's me kind of, you know, bragging a little bit. Um, but, you know, I was a, I was a pretty good player, um, but I couldn't shoot free throws like I couldn't. And it's something that I tried to work on. And for whatever reason, it just I just was not good at them. So anyway, um, I played for Plano Senior High School out here in the Dallas area. 
and our rival was Plano East. That was like our rival high school. And so every time we would play them, the stands were packed like it was a big deal. And so my senior year, we were on the road. We were playing at their school and it got down and the game was a like close game the whole way. And it got down to the fourth quarter and it was the fourth quarter. And I'll never forget, we were uh, down by two and I got fouled. Right. And part of the reason that they fouled me is because they knew I couldn't shoot free throws. So they fouled me and it was my turn to go to the line to shoot. And my coach, Coach Hicks, shout out to Coach Hicks. He called a timeout. And in the huddle during that timeout and the team centered around him and I'm sitting there. And of course, I'm over there. My nerves are bad because it's a whole bunch of people looking and I'm about to go this free throw line. I suck at free throws. I'm like, okay, all right, this is this is going to go all bad. So Coach Hicks looked directly at me in my eyes. He was looking directly at me like nobody else in the huddle. And he said, when Terry Lee hits both of these free throws, we're going to do X, Y, Z. And then he like drew, drew up a play or whatever. Right. But it's the way he said it. Like he looked directly at me and he said, when, not if, when Terry Lee makes these free throws, we're going to do this. And it's something about when he said that, like, I don't know what it was, but something about it gave me a confidence. Like it kind of, it, it put like a battery in my back. Like, you know, I, I was kind of depleted a little bit before that huddle. Cause I didn't want to shoot those free throws. Like I didn't, I just thought I was going to miss them. But when he said that, I remember walking to the free throw line feeling different for some reason. And what's crazy is I walked to the free throw line and I made both. I made both free throws, sent the game into overtime and we ended up winning the game. Um, And it was a great feeling. It was a really good feeling. So it's interesting because doubt can creep in and sometimes we don't even know it. So in that particular case, uh, I didn't realize that my mind was full of self-doubt. I just assumed, well, I can't shoot free throws, right? The reality is I had told myself I couldn't do something. So the fact that I had already told myself that I was creating doubt in my mind, I was already setting myself up to lose without even stepping to the line yet. Right. And how many times in life do we do this to ourselves? You know, have you ever told yourself that there's something you couldn't do? And the fact is you might a hundred percent be able to do it, but because you've told yourself that you can't, or because somebody else might've told you that you can't, you believe you can't. And it's really unfortunate. Sometimes we put ourselves in these situations where mentally we block ourselves. Um, and it can really be something that holds us back and holds us down. So one thing that I did want to do is I wanted to look at the definition of doubt. Um, I think it's very important to understand words, to understand what the words mean. So when we talk about doubt, doubt is a feeling of uncertainty or a lack of conviction, fear of uncertainty or lack of conviction. So my question to you listening to this would be, what are you uncertain about? What are you uncertain about? 
if anything, is there anything when you think about life, when you think about how you think about yourself, how you think about just, you know, your day to day or your small goals, your big goals, your things you're pursuing, whatever those things may be, are you uncertain about anything or do you lack conviction? So I'll give you an example for myself. So when I used to think about speaking in front of people, right, whether it was a meeting or a speech or whatever the case was, just speaking in front of groups, there was an uncertainty behind it. And I feel like that uncertainty was, am I going to mess up? Am I going to forget my thought? Am I going to stutter over my words? Am I going to stumble? Am I going to, if someone asks a question, will I know the answer? Like all of these questions would go in my head and it created uncertainty, right? So do you have anything like that? I mean, that was the big one for me. It was speaking in front of groups. Um, Even today, there are a lot of tips and a lot of tools that I've learned through work and through practice and through mentorship that have really helped me with speaking in front of people, with communicating. And that's really one of my just extreme passions when it comes to what I do is helping fellow introverts and just, you know, leaders in general with communication, because I really struggled for a long time with that. Um, But what is it for you? There might be something where you feel uncertain at times. And you might really want to do it. You might really want to pursue this thing. You might really want to do this thing. But for some reason, something's holding you back or something's making you feel like you're uncertain about it. Another one for me was when I began to get in different leadership roles and uh, roles that honestly, I didn't know if I could do at the time. I've talked about this in some past episodes where, you know, I got put into some of my first leadership roles in my engineering career And the uncertainty then became, can I do this? (laughs) Like, can I do this? Like, you know, there are 50 to 60 really smart people, these super smart engineers, these people that, you know, know these products inside and out. And they have all this experience and all these things. And here's me that's supposed to lead this team. Like, can I really do this? That was the question. And it created uncertainty in my mind. You know, I would ask myself, why did I get get picked for this? Like somebody must have thought I could do this role, but I don't know if I can do it. (laughs) You know, Um, I've had that feeling. I definitely know what that's like. So the other part of doubt talks about lacking conviction, lacking conviction. So let me tell you all something that I do not lack conviction about. And. That is when I think about my family, when I think about my family, I know without a shadow of a doubt that if my family was ever in harm's way at all, like at all, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to protect my family. Like whatever, like there is no doubt, no hesitation no question, no anything. I lack no conviction on that, right? Now on the flip side, and I'm just going to be honest here. I set a lot of goals for myself every single year. I set some very big goals for this year. And do I honestly, without a shadow of a doubt, 
believe I'm going to accomplish every single goal on that list based on where I am right now? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'll tell you that I'm working extremely hard. I'm pushing. I'm getting a team in place and I'm, you know, doing a lot of different things to accomplish certain goals and get to certain places. But I don't know if I'm going to accomplish every single one. I really don't know. You know, I mean, all I can do is I can do the work and I can push and, you know, control what I can control. But I would say that it's not like I know without a shadow of a doubt with just zero uncertainty that I'll accomplish every single thing on that list. And it may be the same for you, right? Like there may be some things that you feel strongly about it, you know, like you want to do certain things, but maybe in the back of your mind, there is some doubt. Maybe things don't play out completely the way that you thought they were going to in the beginning. You know, maybe you were thinking things would go a certain way. You know, hey, us us introverts, we love to overthink, right? Like sometimes we'll think things are going to go a certain way and they don't go that way. And then we may begin to overthink the entire situation. I, I know I do that all the time. You know, I'll have a certain thing planned out and then it just goes a different direction. And now my mind begins to overthink. So when you're in those situations, I think it's very important to realize when doubt is creeping in. Realize when doubt is creeping in because when you realize it, then you can defeat it. See, when it creeps in and you don't even realize that it's crept in and it's just in your mind and it's lingering, then it just continues to linger and continues to wear you down. But when you can see it for what it is, then you can begin to do something about it. Introverts are too quiet and too weak to lead. Have you ever heard this before? Well, my name is Terrence, and for years as an introvert, I didn't think I had what it took to be a leader. What I learned was being an introvert is my superpower. If you want to learn how to have success as an introvert, then go to quietvoicefearlessleader.com to learn more. So how do we overcome self-doubt? How do we overcome self-doubt? The million dollar question, right? So the first thing that is so important to do is to watch our self-talk. We have got to monitor and watch our self-talk. We should be our biggest fan. Our mind can go in a million different directions. It's truly a roller coaster, right? It's like there's a good day and things are going well. And then something goes bad or something goes the way we didn't plan. And then things go down and our mind can spiral and it becomes this constant up and down that it feels like it's never going to end. But the thing about self-talk and, you know, what's so cool about this, my uh, therapist several years ago, I was, uh, I started going to therapy and he taught me about mindfulness the concept of mindfulness, where basically when we have a thought, when we have something that we notice, we can sit in that moment and practice mindfulness, which is basically just you're sitting in the moment and you're observing everything in that specific moment. So for example, like let's say that uh, you're at work or you're on a call and somebody says something that you don't like and you just want to go off on them or it upsets you, you begin to feel yourself getting upset, right? In that particular moment, you literally pause 
you pause in that moment and you're mindful of every single emotion that you're feeling. You're mindful of every single thing that's going on. And it helps to make better decisions. Like I literally practice this now. Like when I'm in certain situations, a lot of people, they'll just react off the fly. And I will literally pause and I'll ask myself, what am I feeling in this moment? And what's the right decision to make in this moment? And we can do the same thing with our self-talk and with our thoughts. So when a negative thought comes in, when something you know creeps into our head, it's, it's causing doubt. It's telling us that we can't. It's telling us that we'll fail. It's telling us that we're not good enough. Whatever that thought of doubt is, when it comes into our mind, we can stop in that moment, practice mindfulness, and we realize what that thought is. We see it for what it is, and we can throw that thought out. So, you know, another thing that's helped me with overcoming self-doubt, especially now that I've gotten a little older, is to think about where I've come from. Like a really good practice. I'll tell you something to do. Write down like two to three really hard things that you've gone through and you've got over. Like I'm talking about like some difficult times in your life, like not the cookie cutter things, not the small things that happen from day to day. You know, I I really thought about this not too long ago and I've got a lot. Um, One that I'll just share here is my freshman year of college. And I talk about this in my book. Uh, I lost my scholarship after my freshman year. So my first semester did good, you know, had a 3.6 GPA at that time. I was kind of feeling myself, you know, I was like, all right, this college thing is easy, you know? So uh, that second semester I came back, you know, I went to Dallas for the winter break and, uh, I went to school in Tallahassee, went to Florida and them. So I got there for the spring semester and I told myself I was going to party a lot more. It's like, Hey, I mean, I did good last semester. I can kind of kick back and, you know, just do my thing a little bit for these next few months, you know? And that's what I did. And I got, a terrible GPA that semester. I don't even remember what it was, but it's bad. And I do remember my dad's face when he saw my uh, grades for that semester. I, I will never forget that. And long story short, uh, I got a letter from the scholarship office. It was a Dis- Distinguished Scholars Award is what the award was at FAM. And the letter basically said I had lost my scholarship because I had dropped below the minimum grade point average. And I was devastated. Um, I had a full ride to go to school there for four years for free. And all of that was gone. Um, I was torn between was I just going to move back to Dallas? Was I no longer going to go to college? And I was just going to have to just get a job and stay in Dallas. Um, What was I going to do? Right. And it was a very difficult time. I didn't really know where my future was going. And, you know, thank God that I was able to get some partial scholarships. I mean, I just really, I mean, I applied for everything. I applied for every scholarship I could find, Um, you know, took jobs on, you know, working. So basically I worked through school. Um, I had partial scholarships. I, I just did what I had to do. I just scraped, I scraped and fought. I chose to fight. And at the end of the day, long story short, graduated with an electrical engineering degree. Um, and here I am several years later and, you know, I was able to leverage that degree and eventually get into leadership roles. And now I'm in program management and, you know, I've had a pretty nice career in the defense industry. So I just, you know, sometimes you don't think about your past 
because it's your past, right? Like you've gone through it. You've got to another stage in your life and you forget some of those obstacles. You forget some of those hurdles. So what have you got through? What have been your hurdles? What have been the things that tried to take you out? The things that tried to take you down? Whatever those things were, think about it. You got through it. You got through it. You defeated it, whatever it was, and you're here today. See, when you think about that, when you remember your past, when you remember what you've gone through, like for real, I want you, if you're listening to this right now, like write down one or two of them, you know, think about a few of them because it really helps to empower you when you remember where you've come from. And I know that you've gone through something. I know you've gone through something that you didn't think you could get through. And when you remember that, it helps for whatever you might go through now. It helps for whenever those thoughts of self-doubt begin to creep in. Because now you have something you can go back to and you can say to yourself, you know what? I know that I don't think I can do this thing today. But I've already been through this thing yesterday. I've already been through this you know, particular thing before. So I know I can fight through this. Right? It really helps with just any kind of nerves, any kind of doubt or anything that you might be feeling. You know, I have a few things that I go back to. That's just one example of the scholarship story, but there are other ones as well. So if you ever feel like you're doubting yourself, if you feel that uncertainty, go back and think about a time that you thought you were down, you thought you were out, but you fought through it and you're still here. At the end of the day, as long as you're pushing forward, you're winning. So the last thing when it comes to overcoming self-doubt that I'm going to say here and shout out to Pastor Conway Edwards here in Dallas at One Community Church. He talked about this on Sunday, but just remember the phrase pursuit, not perfection, pursuit, not perfection. All right. And what does that mean? So you're never going to be perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. I'm never going to have it all figured out. You're never going to have it all figured out. And sometimes the reason that doubt can creep in is because we're trying to get it all right. We want to have it all together. We want to have all the answers. We, we can overthink about just our situation and what we're trying to do in a number of you know uh, scenarios, regardless of whether it's at work and business and life in general. And when we do this, we really put ourselves in a tough spot because we're trying to meet some standard that we just can't meet. And so it can cause doubt to creep in when we don't meet whatever that standard is. Right. And the reality is all we can do is pursue to be the best people that we can be. We can pursue to do the best job that we can do. We can pursue to put our best foot forward, but that's really about it. I mean, once you put in the effort, once you really work toward whatever your goal is or wherever it is you're trying to go, then there's only so much you can do from there. So trying to assume perfection, trying to get it all right all of the time is not the answer. So don't put the pressure on yourself of feeling like you have to be perfect. It's just about the pursuit. 
So that was how to overcome self-doubt. I truly hope you found this episode to be helpful. Uh, Again, a really quick recap. We talked about positive self-talk, making sure that you are your number one biggest fan. That is so important day in and day out. We also talked about reflecting on things that you've got through in the past, whatever that situation is that you thought was going to take you out, remembering that and thinking about it because it'll help you to overcome and really just push aside any doubts you may have about the future. And last, we talked about not feeling the need to be perfect. Don't worry about perfection. Just pursue being the best you. That's all you can do. And at the end of the day, you can win doing just that. So before we go, I just wanted to leave with a quote from the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., a fellow introvert and one of my heroes. And I love this quote because I feel like it really speaks to what we're talking about when it comes to just overcoming self-doubt and limiting beliefs. And the quote says, faith is taking the first step, even when you can't see the whole staircase. Faith is taking the first step, even when you can't see the whole staircase. So if you're doubting something right now, if you're feeling uncertain about something right now, if you feel like you can't do it, if you're questioning yourself, you're doubting yourself, you're wondering if you're good enough for whatever it is that you're thinking about doing, I want you to know that it's important to just take the first step. Just take the first step. What's the worst thing that can happen? Whatever these limiting beliefs are, whatever fears or anything like that that you might have, just take the first step. At the end of the day, regardless of what happens, you're going to learn. Regardless of what happens, you can hold your head high and you can be proud because you pursued something that was a worthy goal. You know, Earl Nightingale, the uh, late author of The Strangest Secret and one of my favorite books, he in that book defines success as the realization of a worthy goal, going after something that is important to you. So don't allow any fears, don't allow any doubts or anything to keep you from your purpose and to keep you from where you're trying to go. So until next time, remember, there's only one you and there's only one life. So make it count. God bless. Thanks for tuning in this week. Hey, if you know someone that needs to hear the topic that we talked about today, make sure you share this episode with them. Or if you'd like to share the episode with your followers, if you think a few of them would find value in it, then screenshot the episode and tag me at the introvert leader on Instagram. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.